It's Thursday and time for the Lisa Lewis Show. Imagine that you're at a seminar or conference and you find out the person sitting next to you is the CEO of a Fortune 500 company. What questions do you want to ask? What key strategies are you looking for in order to take your business or career to the next level? That's what you'll discover on today's Lisa Lewis Show. Heard every Thursday at the same time on the TogiNet Radio Network. Now on today's show, here is your host, Lisa Lewis. Rise and shine, all of my movers and influencers. Thank you so much for keeping the Dow here on the Lisa Lewis Show. I am your host, Lisa Lewis. And today is Thankful Thursday, and that's why you are hearing from us on TokiNet Radio. And I am so very thankful every week when I get to spend a short time with you over the air. And hopefully you are receiving some helpful tidbits on the different subject matter that we have each and every week for you. Also, we certainly like to hear from you, so you can call us directly at 210-240-8845. You can also email us directly at lisalewiscompany at gmail.com. Also, head over to our website, lisalewiscompany.com. We are an event and uh, media company. And so I love putting together events for movers and influencers. So if you have an event that you have been pondering or thinking of doing and you are a rock star, then reach out to us and uh, at 210-240-8845 and we can go over all of the details with you with our complimentary uh, call and see if we are the right fit for what it is that you want to do. As you know, or may not have known, I have done events um, and coordinated events for great people um, all around the world, such as uh, Les Brown, who's uh, one of the top motivational speakers in the world. Also, I have um, reached out to people uh, on Shark Tank, and hopefully we'll be doing something with one of the sharks on there in the near future. Well, today's topic is how to plan for success. I love this topic because I am a budding entrepreneur, and I'm sure a lot of you are out there as well, and I'm always striving um, to come up with ways to be successful in everything that I do, Um, my personal life, my uh, spiritual life, as well as my business life. And so um, this is an exciting topic for me, and hopefully you'll be able to glean something from it by the end of our time here um, on the radio. So I have a couple of things here that I'm going to go over with you. Uh, I believe there are like six steps and and things that I've researched and I might uh, do some quotes for some known people and I will uh, definitely give them credit for it when I, you know, by saying their name and and what it is that that I'm quoting them on. So uh, let's get ready. Hopefully you have your pad and pencil and, and ready to take some copious notes today on the topic of how to plan for success. Uh, It only takes, um, in my opinion, uh, these six steps that I'm going to give you to plan towards success because it's not about what happens to us, but rather what we do about what happens to us. Our results are only as good as our plan. 
My mentor taught me that it's not what happens that determines the major part of our future, because what happens, happens to us all. Instead, he taught me that the key is what we do about it. If we start the process of change by developing a plan, doing something different the next year than we did the previous year, it won't matter how small those efforts start. Start doing things, different things with the same set of circumstances, the ones we've always had and cannot change, and see what miracles occur. If we start the miracle process and change ourselves, then everything changes. And here's what is interesting. The difference between failure and success is subtle. Let me explain by giving you my definitions of failure and success. Failure is a few judgment errors repeated every day. The man says, well, I didn't walk around the block today and it didn't kill me, so it must be okay. No, no, it is that kind of error in judgment that after six years has him out of breath and panting as he walks from his car to his office. You can't make those kinds of mistakes. It will cost you. Now, here's my definition of success. A few simple disciplines practiced every day. Do you see the distinction? A few disciplines. Here's a little phrase we've all heard. An apple a day keeps the doctor away. And my question to you is, what if that's true? How simple and easy is that plan? The fact is, when you look at successful people, you will almost always discover a plan behind their success. They know what they want, they've worked out a plan that will get them where they want to go, and they work their plan. It is the foundation for success. As humans, we have the unique ability to affect change in our lives. It is through our own conscious choice when we engage in the miracle process of personal development, that we are able to transform our nature and our lives. I want this year to be a success for you, a smashing success, and we know that means you need to have a plan and then methodically work that plan. The combination of materials, your open attitude toward learning, and your diligence to follow a plan that is right for you will make this year the kind of success we know you want it to be. So let me challenge you to be no less sincere, no less committed to the advancement of your philosophy, the set of your sale, your plan. So what are some good ideas on developing a plan that will work well and take you to the finish line powerfully? Here are five major points to keep in mind. Number one, Develop the right plan for you. Some people are very detail-oriented and are able to closely follow an intricate plan. Others are less detail-oriented, which is okay, too. So what plan is the right plan? The plan that fits you. Each of us is unique and motivated by different factors, and you've got to develop a plan that is right for you and fits you. Some plans will not be as intricate as others, but we all must have a plan along with goals in that plan to move us along. If you are a free spirit, don't tell yourself you're going to spend two hours a day with a book and a journal. 
it probably won't happen, and you will just get discouraged. Whatever your personality, your strengths, and your weaknesses, develop the plan around them. This is not a one-plan-fits-all proposition. So, in other words, you know, um, if you you know what your uh, what your personality is, what your strengths are, and what your weaknesses are, so then do plans that will help you around those things. You know what motivates you the most. So um, some people, every time, you know, after every time they do something, finish a race or whatever, they need a medal or an award. So if that is you, then maybe you'll say, let's just take fitness because that's what we were talking about earlier. You know, if I walk a little further from the office or the mall and um, I, I park a little further than I walk, then if I do that consistently, for a week, say, there's seven days in a week, say you go to work Monday through Friday. If I do those all, every day of the work, work week, then at the end of the work week, I'll treat myself, you know, uh, maybe to some sherbet, sorbet, ice cream, whatever it is that, that motivates you, whatever it is that makes you feel that you've accomplished something and therefore can continue on the steps to accomplishing even more until you get to that big picture, your ideal weight, say, for instance, or your ideal healthy place, whatever that is for you. Uh, Not necessarily your weight on the scale, but are you feeling better? Um, Are you able to get into those jeans from last summer? Are you, you know, are you able to button up your uh, work shirt, guys? Um, you know, so it just depends um, on what it is, your ideal goal, and what the bigger picture is, and then implementing steps, small steps, that will help you reach that uh, gigantic mountain that it is that you're trying to climb. And so that's what I love about, you know, success. You can get there. Will it, will it take time? Absolutely. Uh, will it be better if there is a right plan implemented? Absolutely. Because a lot of times, in my opinion, I feel that um, the way that we think we're going to get to success, <laughs> it's called life, and it probably isn't going to happen that way. And I think sometimes, uh, I know in my, um, with myself, I have gotten off the track because things didn't come or happen to me the way in which I had envisioned them. Instead of letting go of the, you know, the way I'm going to get there and just enjoy, you know, the process, if you will. And so a lot of times things are not going to be a, you know, a straight line. There are going to be some, you know, wrinkles or there are going to be some curves. But as long as the outcome is that in which you seek, then we have to learn to let go and and just you know, get on with it. Uh, every every time things are not going to come in the package in which we would like to unwrap them, right? Um, just like sometimes when you get gifts <laughs> for Christmas or your birthday or anniversary, uh, once you unwrap the package, it might not be what you thought or hoped for. However, the process of unwrapping that package, if you can remember that, you're gleeful, you're expectant, um, and you're, you know, you're just joy-filled. 
And so I think that if we take those attributes and apply them on this um, journey to success, even though it might not come in the package we would hope for it to be, as long as the end result is healthy and and um, a great plan for us, I think that that is the key towards continuing the journey towards your success. So if you're just tuning in, you are listening to The Lisa Lewis Show. I am your host, Lisa Lewis, and today's topic is how to plan for success. And when we come back on the other side of the break, we'll continue um, talking about how to plan for success. Thank you. normally blinks about 20 times per minute or 17,000 times a day. A faster rate usually indicates anxiety or emotional stress. What's the word for someone who blinks a lot? A squintifigo. FBI agents have identified a specific type of blink that they directly associate with gamer stain. That's a person who tends toward deception and fraud. Attorneys, also known as pedophoggers, look for blinking when they have people on the stand. The eyelash flutter means they really do not like the question at all. Women blink more than men, but when a man blinks at a woman, he always appreciates a wink back. What's another word for flirting? Hazoku. It's Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lippman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With baby and toddler instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more, it's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lippman on toginet.com. Welcome back, all of my movies and influencers. Thank you so much for keeping the dial here on the Lisa Lewis Show. I'm your host, Lisa Lewis, and today is Thankful Thursday, and we are so thankful to be here with you for this short time on the air. So today's topic is how to plan for success, and um, here are five major points to keep in mind. Uh, The first one we went over before the break, develop the right plan for you. Number two here is establish times to spend on the plan. It might be every Sunday night. It might be 20 minutes each morning or at lunch at uh, 
uh, or at lunch or before bedtime. It might be in the car listening to CDs every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Whatever it is, set the times and do it. In your step-by-step plan, put down points that you can accomplish every week. They should be specific and achievable. Develop the discipline and take those steps every day, which will move you closer to your goals and goals move you closer to your ultimate success. Number three, keep a journal. Take notes. As I was taught in elementary, not to trust my memory, but to write it down, to find one place to gather the information that affects change. And that advice has served me well all of these years. Record the ideas and inspiration that will carry you from where you are to where you want to be. Take notes on the ideas that impact you most. Put down your thoughts and ideas. Brainstorm with yourself on where you are going and what you want to do. Record your dreams and your ambitions. Your journals are a gathering place for all the uh, valuable information that you will find. If you are serious about becoming wealthy, powerful, sophisticated, healthy, influential, cultured, and unique, if you can come across something important, write it down. Two people will listen to or read the same material and different ideals will come to each one. Use the information you gather and record it for further reflection, for future debate, and for weighing the value that it is to you. Number four, reflect. Great time for reflection, a time to go back over to study again the things you've learned and the things you've done each day. I call it running the tapes again. So the day locks firmly in your memory and serves as a tool. As you go through the material in this plan, you will want to spend time reflecting on its significance to you. Take a few minutes at the end of each day and go back over the day. Who you talked to, who you saw, what they said, what happened, and how you felt. Every day is a piece of the mosaic of your life. Next, take a few hours at the end of the week to reflect on the week's activities. Also during that weekly time, take a few minutes to reflect on how this material should be applied to your life and circumstances. Take a half day at the end of the month and a weekend at the end of the year so that you've got it, so that it never disappears, to ensure that the past is even more valuable and will serve your future well. Number five, set goals. Remember that your plan is the roadmap for how you are going to get to your goals, so you have to have them. Of all the things that changed my life for the better, and most quickly and effectively, it was learning how to set goals. Mastering this unique process can have a powerful effect on your life, too. I remember shortly after uh, I was meeting with uh, one of my mentors, and he asked me if I had a list of my goals. And, of course, I did not. He suggested to me that because I lacked a set of clearly defined goals, that he could guess my bank balance within a few hundred dollars. And he did. Well, immediately after talking with him, I began defining my view of the future, what my dreams were, 
and what steps was I going to use to implement those dreams and make them a reality. He also taught me to set goals because it is the greatest influence on a person's future and the greatest force that will pull a person in the direction that they want to go. The future must be planned, well-designed to exert a force that pulls you toward the promise of what can be. And I just want to stop here uh, before I go on to uh, number six. I, I might have said anything was five, but I believe I have six on the list to talk about today. Um, uh, a lot of people will ask, or some people have asked, you know, you know, uh, why do you have to plan everything out? Well, I think, um, you know, a well-executed plan goes a long way um, because if you choose not to plan, that is your plan. And so I choose to plan and because, you know, life is going to happen. I know everything can't go, as we talked about earlier, always it cannot go always as we have envisioned it. But with a plan, at least with a plan, life will teach you along the way what works and what doesn't work at that time. And, you know, because every, uh, there's a time and a season for everything. So maybe it might be just out of season. Maybe it's not the right time. But at least with the plan, it gives you a basis to know what works, what doesn't work, you know, what to maybe put on the back burner or what should you shelf and start over with. So that is why I like to plan. And it also tells us in the good book to, in the Holy Bible, to, to make plans, you know, to um, write your plans down on a tablet. So this coincides to me with what we're being taught to do and in order to get the best out of life that we can get. So I do believe in executing and, and implementing plans and then that will gauge on you know, your progress or what you should do um, over or better uh, in the future. But I do believe that everything should start with a plan. Number six, act on your plan. What separates the successful from the unsuccessful so many times is that the successful simply do it. They take action. They aren't necessarily smarter than others, they just work the plan. The time to act is when the emotion is strong. Here's what happens if you don't. The law of diminishing intent. We intend to act when the idea strikes us, when the emotion is high. But if we delay and we don't translate that into action fairly soon, the intention starts to diminish. Diminish and a month from now, it's cold. And a year from now, it cannot be found. So set up the discipline when the idea is strong, clear, and powerful. That's the time to work the plan. You must capture the emotion and put it into discipline activities and translate it into equity. And here's what is interesting. All disciplines affect each other. Everything affects everything. That's why the smallest action is important because the value and benefits that you receive from that one little action will inspire you to do the next one and the next one. 
So step out and take action on your plan because if the plan is good, then the results can be miraculous. So, um, you know, uh, execute a plan, you know, set a plan and then execute it. And uh, those are the best ways, in my opinion, to get closer and closer to achieving your goals and thereby uh, being even more successful. If you're just tuning in, we thank you so much for keeping the dial here on Toginet Radio. You're listening to The Lisa Lewis Show. I'm your host, Lisa Lewis. And today's topic on Thankful Thursday is how to plan for success. And we went over six different ways that I have found to be most effective um, to, um, you know, some good ideas on developing a plan and then working well to execute the, the plan and getting to a powerful finish line. So number one, we went over develop the right plan for you. Number two, establish time to spend on it, the plan. Number three, keep a journal. Number four, reflect. Number five, set goals. And number six, act on your plan. Uh, and it's just so very important that you do that. It, it has worked for me and it continues to work. Um, I do know uh, in my personal life with the with event planning, for instance, um, you know, I have a great idea. And then if I don't act on it, you know, I don't act on that emotion and everything, you know, the sense of urgency then, you know, the longer I wait, then it's like, oh, then you go to doubting yourself. Perhaps that wasn't such a good idea. Or, you know, and, um, and it is a good idea, but procrastination, my friend, is not your friend. <laughs> procrastination is the enemy to any form of success. So, you know, set a good plan. Do something that, you know, works for you. Um, and then set yourself up for success by overcoming those things that you know deter you from moving forward. And earlier we had uh, came up with a plan about uh, just simply staying healthy and exercising. You could just simply choose to park further from the entrance of wherever you're going and walking and, of course, staying hydrated because a lot of times people are dehydrated, uh, especially in these hot seasons. Um, it, you know, and in Texas, and it, it, sometimes it gets up to the three digits. Potentially today, I think they say it could reach 102. So uh, always stay hydrated and, um, and then, you know, use your, use your um, suntan. And uh, also, it might be time to get those physicals. I know today is the last day of school for my son. And so we had to set up physicals for uh, when he returns to school in the fall. And also it's a great time to go to his pediatric dentist as well and get those teeth cleanings that are needed at least twice a year. So anyway, you are tuned in to the Lisa Lewis Show right here on Toginet Radio. And on the other side of the break, we'll get back to more of how to plan for success. Thank you and stay tuned.
my name is Jack, and you're listening to my mom on the Lisa Lewis Show. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Toginet.com. Marla believes that with the right mindset, anything is possible. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka inspires you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Marla will inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power. Tune into the Million Dollar Mindset for heartwarming stories with Marla Tabaka. Learn tips and tricks to building a successful business and unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. For more information on the Million Dollar Mindset, go to our website, MarlaTabaka.com. That's M-A-R-L-A-T-A-B-A-K-A.com. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. Greetings to all of my movers and influencers. Thank you so much for keeping the dial here on Toginet Radio, and you're listening to the Lisa Lewis Show. I'm your host, Lisa Lewis, and today is Thankful Thursday. And today's topic is how to plan for success. And uh, we're just going over some strategies and um, things that I have done and things that I'm looking forward to doing on this path to um, continued success. Now, I'd like to uh, talk about uh, some steps to success that are straightforward. As I've said before, success is the study of the obvious, but sometimes we need someone to remind us and show us the simplest way to get there. And here are four simple steps to find your way to more success than you could ever imagine. So hopefully you have your pad and pencil and are still taking copious notes. And we love getting your feedback. So continue to keep the phone ringing at 210-240-8845. Also, we appreciate your emails and that form of feedback. And you can email us directly at lisalewiscompany at gmail.com. Also, you can head over to lisalewiscompany.com website and leave comments. And if you would like to be a potential mover and influencer on the show and uh, be able to give back, if you are an author, have written your latest book, and would like to tell all of my movers and influencers about it, then uh, call the office and uh, we will do a brief consultation and uh, get you signed up to be a rock star guest here on the Lisa Lewis Show. And we are on Toginet Radio every Thursday, every thankful Thursday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Central Standard Time. And check your local times and listings for the time that is in your area. So let's get started with these four simple steps in order for you to find more success than you could ever imagine. Uh, Number one, we have collect good ideas. My mentor taught me to keep a journal when I was at the tender age of 25 years old. It's the best collecting place for all of the ideas and information that comes your way. And that inspiration will be passed on to my children and my grandchildren and their children. If you hear a good health idea, capture it, write it down. 
Then on a cold, wintry evening or a balmy summer night, go back through your journal. Dive back into the ideas that changed your life, the ideas that saved your marriage, the ideas that bailed you out of hard times, the ideas that helped you become successful. That's valuable, going back over the pages of ideas you've gathered over the years, reminiscing, reminding yourself. So be a collector of good ideas, of experiences for your business, for your relationships, for your future. It is challenging to be a student of your own life, your own future, your own destiny. Don't trust your memory. When you listen to something valuable, write it down. When you come across something important, write it down. Take the time to keep notes and to keep a journal. Number two on the list, have good plans. Building a life, building anything is like a building and is like building a house. You need to have a plan. What if you just started laying bricks and somebody asks, what are you building? You put down the brick you're holding and say, I have no idea. So here's the question, when should you start building the house? The answer, as soon as you have it finished. <laughs> it's simple time management. Don't start the day until it is pretty well finished, at least the outline of it. Leave some room to improvise. Leave some room for extra strategies, but finish it before you start it. Don't start the week until you have it finished. Lay it out. Structure it. Put it to work. The same goes for the month ahead. Don't start it until you have a plan in place. Like today is the last day. Can you believe it? The last day of May. And so now would be a good time, if you haven't done it already, to plan out for your month of June. And the big one, don't start the year until it is finished on paper. It's not a bad idea toward the end of the year to sit down with your family for the personal plan, to sit down in your business for the professional plan, to sit down with your financial advisor to map out money plans. Plan out your calendar, your game plan for all of life's moving parts. The reason why most people face the future with apprehension instead of anticipation is because they don't have it well designed. Number three on the list, give yourself time. It takes time to build a career. It takes time to make changes. It takes time to learn, grow, change, develop, and produce. It takes time to refine philosophy and activity. So give yourself time to learn, time to start some momentum, time to finally achieve. I remember, uh, as it says here, when Mama was teaching me a little bit about the piano. Here's the left-hand scale, she said. I got that. It was easy. Here is the right-hand scale. I got that, too. Then she said, now we are going to play both hands at the same time. Well, how can you do that, I asked. Because one at a time was easy, but two at the same time? But I got to where I could play the scales with both hands. Now we are going to read the music and play with both hands, 
she said. You can't do all that, I thought. But, you know, sure enough, I looked at the music, looked at each hand, a little confused at first, but finally I grasped it. Then I remember the day when Mama said, now we are going to watch the audience read the music and play with both hands. Now that is going too far, I thought. (laughs) How could one person possibly do all of that? By giving myself time to master one skill before we went to the next, I got to where I could watch the audience, read the music, and play with both hands. Life is not just the passing of time. Life is the collection of experiences and their intensity. Number four, change yourself. Learn to solve problems, excuse me, business problems, family problems, financial problems, emotional problems. The best way to treat a challenge as an opportunity to grow. Change if you have to. Modify if you must. Discard an old philosophy that wasn't working well in in exchange for a new one. The best phrase my mentor ever gave me was, if you will change, everything will change for you. I took that to heart, and sure enough, The more I improved, the more everything improved for me. You cannot change your destination overnight, but you can change your direction overnight. And, you know, that is a key ingredient towards success, in my opinion. Most people say, oh, well, you know, nothing happens overnight. It doesn't. But you can change the direction, the trajectory of what's happening to you overnight. It just takes a simple mind shift. So everything is about mindset. What And sometimes when you're not as successful as you could be, uh, you might want to think, what mindset am I in? And shift that mindset because you can choose to be happy and you can choose to be sad. Now, does life happen and causes those reactions? Yes, but it's how we react when we're in a happy spot or when we're in a sad spot that propels us to our next destiny. So um, today we are talking, if you're just tuning in to the Lisa Lewis Show, thanks for joining us. I'm your host, Lisa Lewis, and today's topic is how to plan for success. Uh, If you have any suggestions or you have any tidbits on how your life is going and and what plans you've made and how you've succeeded, please shoot us an email at lisalewiscompany at gmail.com. Also, you can call the office directly at 210-240-8845 and uh, you give us permission and we will um, repeat those on air and that way that can, those ideas can bless others who tune in on a weekly basis to the Lisa Lewis show. Um, you know, other other things that I have thought about or other things I have looked up and contemplated uh, about uh, the arenas of success have just been, you know, so so powerful for me in, um, you know, coming up with this topic for today. And, you know, I'm always reading and always, um, you know, just delving into the world of successful people 
and some of my mentors happen to be Oprah Winfrey. Um, I've always, you know, I've followed her since she's been out. Um, I think I was 18 when she first came on, on the world uh, stage. Uh, also, I followed Tony uh, Robbins, um, Dave Ramsey, Susie Orman, just a lot of brilliant people out there that I so respect and, and that I look up to and wouldn't mind trading places with in some regards, um, you know, in the way that they choose to live their life, in, the, in their philosophies, in the way, you know, their humanitarian efforts. Um, and, you know, I, I just love it. And so find someone who you would like to be more like in whatever area that you are working on and research that person and follow what they do and, and get their books and, and explore upon some of the philosophies if, you, if they're in accordance with your own and see how far, you know, that will take you. And uh, I, I know that it has worked extremely well um, for me. And then um, you can turn potential, your, whatever your potential is, into performance by winning at each phase of success. And so here's something here from Theodore Roosevelt. It says, the credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs and comes short again and again, who knows the great enthusiasm, the great devotion, and speeds and spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly. And that is from uh, Theodore Roosevelt. On the other side of the break, we're going to continue to talk more about our topic today, how to plan for success. And it is a pleasure every day knowing that I'm going to be on the air with you every Thursday. So keep the dial here. And we thank you so much for listening. And we'll be right back after this short break. sign of affection but there are certain groups of people on earth who just don't do it i think they don't know what they're missing humans have been kissing for a long time as kisses were portrayed in egyptian art in 1500 bc the romans are credited with perfecting romantic kiss as we know it today what's another word for kissing oscillation your lips are a hundred times more sensitive than the tips of your fingers and the kiss quickens your pulse to 100 beats a minute One kiss actually burns up to three calories. Now there's a workout I could handle. Studies say a woman will kiss about 79 guys before getting married. And the average person spends two weeks of their life kissing. What's the word for the art of kissing? Phylometology. I'm 
Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 Central on Toginet.com. Marla believes that with the right mindset, anything is possible. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka inspires you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Marla will inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power. Tune into the Million Dollar Mindset for heartwarming stories with Marla Tabaka. Learn tips and tricks to building a successful business and unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. For more information on the Million Dollar Mindset, go to our website, MarlaTabaka.com. That's M-A-R-L-A-T-A-B-A-K-A.com. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. Welcome back, all of my movers and influencers. Thank you for keeping the back here on TogiNet Radio. You're listening to the Lisa Lewis Show, and I'm your host, Lisa Lewis. Today's topic on Thankful Thursday is how to plan for success. And we encourage you to listen uh, to this live uh, broadcast. And also, if you've missed any of it, go back to our podcast. And you can head over to www.tokinet.com forward slash shows forward slash The Lisa Lewis Show. Also, you can look up The Lisa Lewis Show on iTunes and SoundCloud. Now, back to how to plan for success. Now, I want to talk about the seven arenas um, of success. The degree of our success is directly related to the degree in which we excel in and balance certain segments or principles of our life. Every person, organization, and business can and should operate out of the following seven arenas. And here's how. Number one, I am arena of values. Every person, organization, and business has values. And they may not know or be able to articulate what they are, but they have them. The values of a business are what they believe in. What do you, they think is important? What a company values will affect the way the business runs and the employees act and work. So it is important to know what those values are. Here are some questions for you to ask. What do you, we think is important? What do we hope to accomplish? What do we believe in as we go about our work? Is there clear indication in your workplace or home that you are operating in the arena of value? Can you say without a doubt that I am or we are? Number two, I should, arena of responsibility. What are the responsibilities that we must live by? To be a person and company of high integrity, Ultimately, we are only a success to the degree that we are honorable people. This means that we are honest, hardworking, and forthright. I don't think it matters how much money one accumulates if they are not a person of integrity. To make our families priority, sometimes I think of all the people I help and work so hard for day by day and realize that none of them will be at my side when I breathe my last breath. You're 
you might say your husband, your children, your wife will fill those spots so they get the most from me. To give to charity, one of the things that rounds us out is healthy, successful people is to give away money, time, and possessions free of all strings. Instead of a $10 check every now and then, put it into your budget to give away a certain amount every month. Make it big. Make it a sacrifice. Um, and at first you will think it is impossible, but it will come around. At the end of your life, you will be able to look back and see the difference you have made. Number three, I could, arena of possibility. People often get so caught up in the day-to-day that they lose their zest for life. They get the nose to the grindstone and may be doing important work, but they forget to dream. They forget to think of what could be. How is your business in the arena of possibility? What would happen if at your next staff meeting, whether you have 30 people or just you and your partner, you ask the question, what are the possibilities for this business to really do something great? I think that you would probably be astounded at what you might hear. People have great ideas, dreams, and possibilities inside of them. They just need someone to stop the treadmill and ask the question, surrounded by an atmosphere of acceptance. Number four, I would, arena of negotiation. Every possibility has a cost associated with it. At this point, an organization not only says we could, but also internally negotiates with questions about the trade-offs, like, if this is to come about, what will the cost be? Is it worth it? If this comes about, what will be the ramifications in other areas of my business? What other adjustments would have to be made, and are they worth it? What would the reward have to be in order for me to pursue this possibility? How long will it take me to reach this possibility? In light of that, do I want to readjust the organization for that period of time? Take some time to measure the cost of your possibilities. Then when you find the ones that that are good for you, go for it. Number five, I want to. Arena of vision. Now all Now, of those possibilities, what ones would you really like to do? The ideas that stir our passions for excellence become things that we can easily see. They can become our vision. In order for something to happen, someone has to first see it happening along, long before it actually does. If money and time were no objects, if you knew that you couldn't fail at your attempt, what would you want to try? Then, why not try? This is your vision, and a vision is a powerful thing. It's what drives success and accomplishment. Great things come when we dream, and vision drives us to attempt things far beyond where we are right now. Far better is it to dare mighty things, to win glorious triumphs, though checkered by failures, than to rank with those poor spirits who neither enjoy nor suffer much because they live in the gray twilight that knows neither victory nor defeat. Recognize all of the hard work that will be involved in achieving your dreams, then spend some time preparing to meet the challenges. Number six, I will. Arena of dedication. 
Perseverance is the most important thing in work. I have come to believe that much of what separates the successful from the unsuccessful is simply determination. The successful are not always the brightest, the best looking, or those with the most prestigious diplomas. Instead, they are the ones who say, I will do this, and hardship will not deter me. These people have entered into and continually live in the arena of dedication. Staying there long enough usually puts them on top. Dedication is the key to success. So the next step, hard work. Recognize all of the hard work that will be involved in achieving your dreams. Then spend some time preparing to meet the challenges. Here are some questions to help you get through the process, prepare yourself for the job ahead, and come out on the end of success. What are the obstacles that you'll face? How will you overcome those obstacles? What are the rewards our dedication will bring to us as individuals and corporately? Focusing in on these questions will help you prepare for the times when you will need to show dedication, perseverance, and inner fortitude. The mental preparation now will strengthen you to succeed later. And number seven, I do, arena of accomplishment. Accomplishment comes when the job is complete. What is important at this stage? A few things. A little rest. It isn't time to sit back for good, but resting can be a much-needed reward for all of the hard work you have shown up until now. After the pace of pursuing your dreams, your body and mind need some well-deserved rest. A little celebration. Celebrations are great for us. What is all the work for if one can enjoy the fruit of his labor? Maybe it is a small dinner out. Maybe it is a huge celebration for 100 of your closest friends and business associates. Maybe it is an exotic vacation. A sense of fulfillment. The greatest reward is, as the old saying goes, the satisfaction of a job well done. Not many people make it to the accomplishment arena very often. Enjoy the satisfaction. A new high bar. One of the great things about life is the challenge of new heights. You have accomplished your task, and that's good. But what's next? So hopefully uh, these are some of the things that, you know, I have uh, implemented and will start implementing. And hopefully with your feedback, we can uh, make all of our future shows even more uh, successful and better for you. So if you have any suggestions about future show topics, uh, please give us a call at 210-240-8845. Also, you can email us at lisalewiscompany at gmail.com. Hopefully, you have enjoyed today's topic, which is how to plan for success. And I look forward to hearing all of your stories um, and how it has, the, the feedback has affected you and the tidbits that we give you on a week-to-week basis. Also, it is half of a year is upon us. And so we are looking for movers and influencers who we can interview and um, bring to our movers and influencers. So if you are a rock star amongst rock stars, then please reach out to us. We would love to have the opportunity 
to um, interview you uh, if you have your latest book coming out or if you have um, uh, an event, a worldwide event, uh, if you're just starting out and would like um, some airtime, give us a call and we will talk it out and um, and get you on the air. Uh, I'm so appreciative for the hour that I get to spend every Thursday with you all. I love being on the radio and um, it just gives me such joy to be able to spend this time with you all and also by doing this is I have a lot of aha moments like wowzers <laughs> like wow and also from the feedback that I get from all of you movers and influencers so I thank you uh, so much for that and also um, happy graduation to all of those little ones who today is their last day of school so Happy graduation to my son, Jack Elliot Lewis. He, after today, he will enter into the fourth grade. So congratulations, buddy, for a job well done. And remember, when you bring us your business, we'll bring it to radio. Thursday, it's time to join Lisa Lewis from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Central Standard Time as we continue to explore key strategies that will provide a mind shift as well as a movement to become a game changer on this planet. Also, we provide the show archives on iTunes for all of our movements.